This I Work For Him podcast is brought to you by the Pocket Testament League. Visit ptl.org for practical resources and encouragement to help you share your faith. ptl.org. Hey, welcome to I Work For Him. We're on location in Jacksonville, Florida today, catching a little story that I can't wait for you to hear. This is all brought to you, of course, by our friends at lifeworkleadershipjacks.org and Dr. Tammy McLafferty. We will talk to her in just a second, but want to make sure that you guys know that she got her doctorate and you should call her and tell her congratulations. Lifeworkleadershipjacks.org is all the information you need to get a hold of her. It'd be fantastic. But Martha, why don't you tell people how they can sign up for our podcast? We need more podcast subscribers. They need to tell people they can listen to us anytime. Well, yeah. And really, I mean, let's be honest. It's not about no, us Let's start needing- lying on the show. Right now. Let's start lying on the show. It's not about us needing more podcast subscribers. It's about wanting the message, wanting what we uncover every day on our radio program to get into the earbuds of as many people as possible. And the way to do that is by subscribing to our podcast. We take the live show that's done every day and condense that down into a podcast that then is on all of the major platforms, iTunes, um, Google Play Music, Stitcher, Overcast, uh, Spotify, TuneIn, iHeartRadio, you name it, we're just about there. And if we're not on your favorite podcasting platform, let me know because um, that is something that's you know really not all that difficult to do and I'd love to have it so it's convenient for you. But go subscribe. If you want, you can go to iWorkForHim.com, look, look, go to our Listen podcast page and it shows all the ones that we're on. We give you the link and everything. All you got to do is hit it and subscribe then you can start listening to them at your convenience anytime you want. Shows like today's show, um, you can be out running, running errands. I often listen when I'm in the car by myself. Nobody else has control of the remote or anything like that. I won't say who that might be. He's just going right it's in. That's right. I'm he just, is. I'm just skipping well, it. Moving on. We got guests here. We got to get okay. to but, but it would really help us if you, our listeners, would all subscribe, subscribe to podcasts the I Work For Him podcast, because we need new, we need additional advertisers, and we'd love to get a national advertiser on our podcast, podcast subscription. You're right. All of, those, all of those sponsors help pay the bills at I Work For Him and help us mm-hmm. expand to additional stations across the country. So by you subscribing to our podcast, it helps us expand the ministry. Because it is measurable. I mean, let's be real. That's radio. People can turn it on, turn it off. We don't know who's doing that in their car or in their home. A few people have radios in their home. Um, but podcasts, we can tell, and, and we can tell. Too. <laughs> we can tell who's listening, and and that is really helpful. So you are exactly right. So go uh, download, subscribe today, and then let your friends know about it. Go ahead and share that as well. Iworkforhim.com. That's iwork the number four him.com. So thanks for listening all over Tampa Bay, all over the first coast of Jacksonville, St. Augustine, and Folkestone, Georgia. And thanks for listening all over to Hampton Roads, Virginia area. We're so grateful that you've tuned in. So where do you go to get introduced to the whole idea behind connecting your faith and work? Where do you go to get the intro course? Where do you go to get just immersed in it for the very first time? I know, just the place. About 10 years ago, a good friend of mine Eric Most, I'm going to give a plug to it. Eric Most told me all about life, work, leadership, and the impact it was making on him and hundreds of people all over Tampa Bay. Well, 
It's no longer being offered in Tampa Bay, but it is being offered here in Jacksonville, Florida, and we would love for you to get involved. Even if you live in Tampa Bay or somewhere like Folkestone, Georgia, or St. Augustine, you can go to the Jacksonville LifeWork Leadership and get involved. It's a phenomenal investment of a, of a half a day every month. We've got Tammy McLafferty here, Dr. Tammy McLafferty. She's the Executive Director of LifeWork Leadership here on the First Coast. All over the First Coast, people come, and, and, and Tammy, when you do these, welcome. Well, welcome back to iWorkRam. You're like, you've been on the show so many times now. <laughs> Just becoming part of my regular routine. Well, I we, love it. <laughs> oh, we, and we love it when you and Leah host shows for us. We think that's fantastic. So talk to us. I mean, people don't have to be from Jacksonville to be in the LifeWork mm-hmm. Leadership Jacks, right? That's right. It's How far a- away do people drive to come? Uh, you know, we get a lot of people coming up from St. Augustine. I don't know if we've had anybody from Georgia yet. Christine, you've been around longer. Do you remember it's an like alumni a, that's been from Georgia? It's a 45-minute drive. Why not? I'm not sure. It's a, it's, yeah, it's so close. Yeah. So, if I mean, not, we should. Yeah, it's doable. I mean, you come once a month. Do the throwdown. Come session. on, Georgia. Right. Get here. <laughs> <laughs> Represent. Come on. Um, but, yeah, it's one day a month. You go for an eight-month journey. We start typically in October. And we finish in May. However, we've just started in the last year kind of what we call a cyclical start. So if you don't make that October start, you're welcome to start the journey anytime throughout as long as you complete the nine cycles, the nine sessions that we go through. So, so if they start in December, they'd have to go through uh, November the correct. next year. They get to go. They, they get they to. Get That's to right. They get to. <laughs> wow. But they you don't want Georgia. To, you don't want them want to, to miss any of the material. That's, That's right. the point, right? That's right. So each session, we look at a specific characteristic of Jesus Christ really how he how he led his disciples you know and that the root of that is he chose 12 business leaders I mean he chose fishermen and he chose professionals he chose doctors and he chose Mm -hmm. tent makers and you know he didn't necessarily choose the pastors and you know the the clergy he he chose the business market and he poured into them for three years and then he said now you go back out and do what you do go back out to your jobs but take the gospel with you this time and so we look at those 10 primary leadership qualities that Jesus used with his disciples, and we go through those. Well, we're going to hear lots about life work leadership in Jacksonville all throughout the show today. And maybe you're in a city somewhere else in the United States. I think life work leadership's in 17 cities, isn't it? Um, it's in quite a few. I don't know if we're in 17 in the nation. We're in quite a few here, but it's become international now. So we have a pretty big, you know, so it's all over international. The world. So if people want to look at it on a, on a global basis, they can still just go to lifeworkleadershipjacks.org. There's probably a link to the greater, greater site, isn't there? There is. And you can connect with all the alumni. So it's set up that if you happen to travel to Birmingham, there's a life work in Birmingham and you can connect with the alumni from LifeWork in Birmingham, the alumni from South Africa, the alumni from all over. So Speaking awesome. of alumni, why don't you introduce us to one today? Great segue. <laughs> it's like it was planned. <laughs> uh, yes. Yeah, so we have with us Christine Weir, who is an alumni from LifeWork. She has been part of LifeWork much longer than I have um, here in Jacksonville and now actually sits on the board. She is on my board. Um, oh, so you got to really be on your best so behavior So I do. Today. This is going to go back, and <laughs> she's going to report whether or not I plug it just enough. And uh, But she went through the class several years ago and has been actively involved and has stayed engaged with LifeWork um, and is not only an alumni, but has become a friend and has sold my house. That's right. That's true. So, you know, I've utilized her so in many capacities. Now or what? Well, pretty much. <laughs> That's right. That's the right. whole story. Christine Weir, welcome <laughs> yes. to I Work For Him. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me. You know, we always ask this of every person who's the first time guest on the show. How did you become a Jesus follower? Well, going back to childhood, I was in and out of church. 
I typically went to church with neighbors. My mom always worked on weekends. She was either retail or waitressing. Mm. So on Sundays, she was unavailable. My dad would go to church with us every once in a while, but not on a regular basis. So that was still great. And I got the basics and the foundation. And I had friends who had families that were strong believers. And I would sit with them at dinner and I learned so much from them and they'd pray. And and I love that part of it. But for me personally, it wasn't until I, after I was married and my husband and I went to a Billy Graham mm. down in Tampa. And it's 1995. Wow. Awesome. We've had many people on the show share that they came to Christ at a Billy Graham crusade. That's, yeah. You know, and, it, and it's amazing what an impact a, an event like that can have, because I think a lot of people, you know, you think, who, who's, whose life's going to be changed by going into some big stadium with a whole thousands of other people? But it's individual. And Jesus Christ um, met you there, it sounds like. It is. And I, well, I think, you know, growing up, you go to the Billy Graham and, and everything he has to say to you about your Heavenly Father loves you more than anybody and anything. And mm-hmm. there's nothing that you can do to change that. And you just look back at your childhood and the people that have been placed in your life all along the way. And it makes sense. Like, okay, you were there all along, even though if, mm-hmm. if I didn't know it, you were putting people to walk beside me and you were carrying me through the tough times. Were you at the last session? I don't remember. I was Billy not. Bob, Bob was just oh, telling me about my it. Goodness. So we had at the, what month are we in? This is April. So it was the February session. Um, we had Billy Hanks as a speaker for LifeWork, and he was the very first intern with Billy Graham. And he was the man who Billy Graham called up and asked to pray with him before he took his last breath. I mean, they have been lifelong friends. And he told us stories from behind the scenes that just, I mean, it was probably one of my favorite sessions this year. Just an amazing story with so much impact to Billy Graham. Tammy, how many people do you have in the classes this year? We have 39 in this year's class. 39. Okay. Mm-hmm. Now, you've got... So, next month, they all graduate. Well, all, all of them that have attended all of the sessions. Obviously, if some started... Eligible in, for graduation. Eligible That's for right. graduation. That's right. Okay. But you've got a really cool event coming up on May the 10th. Why don't we tell the audience about it? We do. LifeWork um, is in partnership with Park Foundation, and they host a one-day leadership training. It's called LeaderCast Live. Uh, it's May 10th this year. It's from 8 in the morning until you know, 3, 4 o'clock in the afternoon, mm-hmm. breakfast, lunch, kind of an all-day thing. We're meeting at the Conference Center at Florida Blue this year, which is a beautiful facility. Uh, you will have anywhere from 10 to 15 different speakers that are simulcast um, live from Atlanta. And it's just a powerful day. You can go to jacksleadercast.com to get tickets. Tickets are at $90 right now. And I think it's going to stay at that rate for just the next few days. And then it bumps up to $100 a ticket. So you can go to jacksleadercast.com to grab your ticket for the May 10th event here in Jacksonville. And who should go to that? Everybody should go to that. <laughs> okay, well, not my not my two year old grandson. No. So, no. Well, and that's interesting that you bring it up because we do have um, this year. The the last couple of years they've allowed us to do it. We have a student emerging leader program that comes with it. So this year we're working with five of the Duval County schools. Their administration, their teachers are picking some of their emerging leaders, and they're bringing about a hundred and twenty emerging leaders. Wow! So all the way from you know we've got some high school kids that will be attending from that perspective all the way up through, you know, all the professionals, leaders, CEO, C-suiteers, you name it. It's a great event for anybody here in the city. What's the website again? www.jacksleadercast.com. 
jacksleadercast.com. Well, I was just going to say, you bring up a great point, too, about emerging leaders, student bodies, people that see themselves in leadership someday. This is a great opportunity to get some extra equipping. So we are talking today with Christine Weir. And one of the things, Christine, you were just sharing how um, your life was changed when you and your husband attended a Billy Graham crusade. So at what point then, or did you always understand then that when Jesus really changed your life and you have a relationship with him, that that affects your work as well? That honestly did not happen for me until my husband and I started interviewing with Chick-fil-A. And we were in Tampa talking to Chick-fil-A about opening a location in Tampa. And when we talked to them and learned that we couldn't have a location in Tampa, the more we learned about the company and what it would be like to raise up our girls having a business like that and being part of that company is where those two really came together. And we called them and said, we would love to be with Chick-fil-A and we will move. We will move hmm. to be with your company. And that's how we ended up in Jacksonville. Wow. So then, so what did you learn then maybe through being with Chick-fil-A that helped you to better connect your faith and your work in the things that you're doing on a day-to-day basis? We can wear Jesus on our sleeve uh-huh. to some extent. Yeah. We can pray for people and tell them we're praying for them love all, serve all, it is, I I think everybody knows when you walk into a Chick-fil-A, it's a little bit different. And it's the golden rule. I mean, treat others as you'd like to be treated and, um, you know, share the love of Jesus through your actions. It's their pleasure every time. It always is. Yes. So you've got a location here in Jacksonville or multiple locations? Um, Location, uh, Beach and Hodges. Beach and Hodges. And, And so that's, is it busy? (laughs) You know, I've been, I've been not plugged in for the past five years to the day to day. So when I go in, it's usually because I'm hungry. Um, Give my husband a hug and hug on our family. Yes. If I'd have known you on Are you the hungry? Play, I'd have just said, I can't believe you oh. came here without one of those really great <laughs> no. number one, number one chicken please. sandwich place. <laughs> yes. Next time I'm in the area. Mm-hmm. Cobb salad yeah. for me, man. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yes. okay. <laughs> so you're also a realtor. Yes. Residential or commercial? Residential. Residential realtor with Keller Williams. You, how, how long have you been doing real estate? Five years. Okay. So five years, that was what, so with the Chick-fil-A for you and your husband operating that, what made you start doing commercial real or residential real estate? I had always wanted to get into real estate, but when my girls were younger, I knew with the evening hours and weekends, mm-hmm. it would be a little more difficult. So when they were in high school, I was able to revisit the idea of it. And I also knew that um, we were going to be empty nesters. And here we were working together. And I thought, do we want to work together, be empty nesters, or do I want to now do something different? Mm-hmm. And so was So you to- were tired of spending all that time with your <laughs> husband, and so you needed something other than that. At that time, I was not. But I was worried about the future when we were just the two of us. Mm-hmm. And so it's, it's been a beautiful thing. And actually being an empty nester has been wonderful. It, being an empty nester <laughs> is very cool. It is. Sorry, Dr. It is. I would not know that just <laughs> yet. <laughs> oh, well, it's a I, blessing. I, think that, I think the huge thing just for everybody, including you, Tammy, and our listeners is that it's not something to dread. It's, it's something, it's another stage of life and God has great things in store, but don't so much anticipate it that you miss out 
the moments when you're there. But anticipating that is really good. So we are talking today about LifeWork Leadership here in Jacksonville. Their website is lifeworkleadershipjax.org. And Tammy McClafferty has brought in for us Christine Dr. Weir. Dr. Tammy McClafferty <laughs> has brought in Christine Weir. And one of the things, um, Christine, I am curious about this connection with LifeWork yes. Leadership. How did LifeWork Leadership um, come into your life? Actually, it was through LeaderCast. They had contacted me to help them with some marketing when I was still with Chick-fil-A. And so through that, I learned about LifeWork Leadership. And so then they sat down, told me more. And I thought, well, I know I definitely want to do this. And then so I went through in 2013. And then the next year, my husband actually went through. So we're both LifeWork alumni. Talk about the impact. The impact, you know, like I said, for, for us, we, people know we're Christians. People know we're Christians um, at Chick-fil-A and in the community. It was amazing to walk into a room of business leaders that I know from different places and I know from events out in the community, but I did not know they were Christians Mm -hmm. because it's not something that everybody talks about on a regular basis when they're in a business setting. And just you, you learn all the character traits of Jesus, which you hopefully are displaying, but we all fall short on them. Mm-hmm. And so you learn a little bit more about what you can do differently. And you're talking to other business leaders about the challenges that lie within being a strong Christian, but being faced with the challenges in the business world of being a business owner, or being a manager of multiple employees. Mm. So, I mean, it's one thing being involved. So how many years ago did you go through LifeWork Leadership for you? Um, almost six. six years. So six years ago. But now you're on the board of directors for yes. Life for Leadership. What was it about Life for Leadership you said, I want to invest not only the time that I did to go through the class, but now I want to help that organization become greater, bigger, stronger, faster? We are about transforming leaders to transform cities. And the only way we can do that is if we continue to grow. We, we can't stay small We want everyone to know how to lead their own people as Jesus leads. Mm -hmm. But then only through those connections throughout the city can we make a difference in Jacksonville and the greater Jacksonville area. That's great. So in the um, so your role on the board, then, is that a newer thing or have you been on for a while? I've been on for a while. Yeah. She, she was part of my transition. So Very I was I was part of the process <laughs> when we um, interviewed the then Tammy McClafferty before doctor. Dr. Dr. Doctor, yes. <laughs> and, and her passion, it was just, just absolutely amazing. And it's such a blessing to have her as the executive director of our group. You know, you made a good point where you said you walked into that room and you knew a lot of the people in the room, but you didn't necessarily know that they were Christ followers. And I, there is a big difference when you, um, working for a company like Chick-fil-A, where it's going to be a little bit more apparent, what your cores and val- core values are. And um, other people that we've interviewed, even here in Jacksonville, an air conditioning servicing company, you know, it's like they have to, it, nobody's going to just go, oh, obviously, because they provide air conditioning, they're believers, <laughs> you know, that isn't going to be what their train of thought is. So does life work leadership, in your opinion, help those leaders to, um, to, to make that transition to, to better um, communicate in whatever form or fashion their faith. I think it completely does. Because like I said, you're, you meet so many other business leaders from the community that you're able to 
you know, even have a one-on-one, but you're in group settings and you're like, well, how did you make that work? How are you able to talk to a customer mm-hmm. about your faith? How are you able to talk to an employee about y- your faith without crossing the line? And, I, you know, people aren't able to have those conversations. And so it's a perfect setting mm-hmm. to learn from others sure. and then come back the next month and say, oh my goodness, you're not going to believe what happened. I was able to talk to a customer this past month because of conversations that we had mm-hmm. at this table. You know, when we come back, Tammy, Dr. Tammy McLafferty, I want to talk more about LeaderCast, and I want to talk about how people can get signed up for the fall session of LifeWork Leadership. They can go, Absolutely. But they can go right now to your website. Go to our to website get... right now, lifeworkleadershipjacks.org. There is an application link. You fill out an application that goes to a nominations committee made up of alumni who determine the most suitable people for each class. Um, we really strive to... So if you're to... connected to them on LinkedIn and That's you're right. having good... <laughs> That's right. We'll know. <laughs> uh, but we really want to create the best class. I mean, the best, you know, 40 people that we can put together that really are going to blend and and work well and build relationship. I mean, it really is about building relationships. So find us on our website. Leadership, LifeWork Leadership Jacks, LifeWork Leadership Jackson. If you want to get signed up for jacksleadercast.com. You're listening to I Work From Us. We're talking about LifeWork Leadership right here in Jacksonville. If you haven't gone through the course, you should. Tammy, I mean, Dr. Tammy McLafferty, she's the executive director of LifeWork Leadership here in Jacksonville. Tammy, it's this is something, I mean, how much does it cost to go through LifeWork Leadership? Yeah, it's about $3,000, um, okay. $2,950 gets okay. you through the entire program. That gets you the nine months, all the classes, all the national speakers that we fly in, all the venues, all the food. It's all encompassing. Um, I would say, I mean, 75 to 80% of our participants, their employers will cover if not all of it, at least partial. I mean, we've had the city, you know, we have a huge relationship with Jacksonville Sheriff's Office, JSO. They pay two to three people a year to go through the class. We have um, a gentleman in the class this year from the city, the city of Jacksonville is paying for him. We've had professors from Florida State College of Jacksonville, you know, they've paid for it. Uh, So we see a lot of companies that see the value in just the leadership alone, take away the faith piece, but just the skill set that you get Mm -hmm. from the leadership training that feel that it's beneficial enough for them to cover the cost. Um, So it is about $3,000 for the entire program. Okay. People can find out more online at lifeworkleadershipjacks.org, lifeworkleadershipjacks.org. I just wanted to say, though, based on what you were just kind of explaining, though, is that there are people that get the opportunity to ask their employers and say, hey, I'm gonna, I want to do this leadership. Is this something or training? Is this something that you would um, help me to participate in? Yeah, it was interesting. This year, we had a person who wanted to join the class. She had applied, had already been approved and accepted and had agreed that she would cover the cost if her employer wouldn't, but she was going to ask. So we have a you know packet that we can give you to give to your employer. And I received a phone call from her employer and uh, he said, Hey, listen, you know, one of my employees is requesting to go through this. And he said, I want to know what I'm paying for. And I said, okay. And he said, and he says to me, he says, I feel like this might just be a glorified Bible study. Why would I pay for her for what she could get on Sunday morning? And I was like, well, let's go. So we engage in this amazing conversation. And at the end of the day, he said, I'll absolutely cover it all. And he paid for everything. And this was a non-believing boss 
who ended up paying for an employee to go through this year based on what he really felt she would get out of it. And I called him the other day to say, how's it going? Like, we're almost done. Now you've paid for it. Like, have you gotten your money's worth kind of a thing? Because I really wanted to know from my perspective. And he said, it has been transformative in the office. Like, she tends to come back after the session and talk about, hey, we just had this speaker. This is what we were talking about. And he said, it is in, it's just generated so much conversation among the staff. So, wow, yeah, it's been neat to watch. Tammy has brought in with her today, I mean, Dr. Tammy has brought in with her today, Christine Weir. She's a local realtor, and I found out after we started the show that she she and her husband also own a local Chick-fil-A franchise right here in Jacksonville, and we all know that Chick-fil-A is a place where we should all eat almost every meal of the day. You don't even have to tell everybody. No, we don't. People just know that (laughs) every day by Sunday. The unfortunate part, and it will be noted on today's show, that Christine showed up to the studio with no chicken. (laughs) Unbelievable. Can't believe it. Okay. She can't be responsible. Christine, where the other know. part of your life is realtor, yes. residential realtor. Let's talk about how your faith impacts as you deal with customers, sellers, buyers. I mean, in your what is and and other realtors. How does your faith come out to play? I mean, let me just say this to the audience. I know it plays out because I knew about you long before we got on the show today. Because we have been told by several people, hey, you need to interview Christine. We're in Jacksonville. I mean, several people have said that. So Maybe because they thought that she'd bring you chick. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. No, no. Because then I no, because then I would have put it in the email. Okay. <laughs> so talk about how is your faith impacting what you do as a residential real estate agent? Honestly, uh, being in real estate, you pray all the time. <laughs> <laughs> you are working with so many different people. It's amazing. So you have the other agents that you're working with on a regular basis and certainly after you go under contract you have all the vendors that you need to work with you know once you're under contract and then you have buyers and sellers and the emotions that come along with buying and selling a home Mm. it's you know it's one of the biggest purchases most people will ever make in their life and and one of the most emotional purchases so uh, you know, I pray. I pray for my customers. I pray. I know that, you know, and I'll, I'll tell my buyers, I'll say, I can give you all the information you need. And you've told me, I've asked you enough questions to know exactly what you're looking for. But I do pray because God knows where you should be in five years. I do not. Mm. So throughout the process, I'm praying for him to guide me. And then throughout that, there are certain doors that are closed and open. You're like, that lead us to the right home for them. That's excellent. So what kind of response do you get from people when you tell them that? You know, it's interesting. Um, most people say thank you. Mm-hmm. Um, some people say I'm praying also. It depends. And um, But I, I've had one situation where something happened and after putting a contract on a house and something just kind of didn't go well. And the buyer turned around and looked at me. She said, Christine, did you pray about this? And I said, last night, 11 o'clock, I'm just praying. I'm like, Lord, I didn't think this was where they were supposed to be. This isn't where they wanted to be. And all of a sudden, it was a done deal. And it was amazing. Wow. And and I know where they are now and how happy they are. Uh. And I'll drive through that neighborhood and see like eight bicycles in their driveway of all the other kids playing. Yeah. But that was God showing up. Wow. Because otherwise they wouldn't have happened. A little bit of a big <laughs> responsibility amazing. when you know that other people are relying on you and your prayer life for helping to make good decisions as well. It, it's important. Well, yeah. And I just, she sold our house recently oh, and yeah. we were in a situation where we had to sell. I mean, it was what it was. And 
it's an extremely emotional place to be. And, you know, there you are working full time. I've got three kids. She'd call and say, somebody wants to come see it. The house is trashed. I'm trying to get it in order. They walk through. They don't want it. She ended up being more of my counselor than I think my real estate. Because that's who you call when you're like, oh, my goodness, what's wrong? Why is it not? Or whatever's emotion is in that huge transition in your life. She was part of it. I mean, there were many conversations on my curb out front with tears. And she was just amazing to walk through it. I wouldn't have walked through it with anybody else. Oh, well, that's you. worth that's worth it all right there. Yeah. That's we're, fabulous. we're talking about LifeWork Leadership right here in Jacksonville. You could find it online, lifeworkleadershipjacks.org, lifeworkleadershipjacks.org. We would encourage you, strongly encourage you. Both Martha and I have had a lot of interaction with LifeWork Leadership. When it used to be in Tampa Bay, if you're in the Jacksonville First Coast area, we would encourage you to get involved while you can. Lifeworkleadershipjacks.org. You could get signed up right now. Dammy, for the fall classes, right? Correct. Sign up now. Applications are open. We will take them as well as our big event coming up on May 10th. Leader what is that? Cast Live. May 10th, all day, 8 to 4, Florida Blue. You got to go to jacksleadercast.com for that, or you can find it on the website as well. Either way. Very and that good. website is <clears throat> lifeworkleadershipjacks.org. All right. So let's just, let me just go off script a little bit here and let's talk about some women issues. No, we're not talking about those kind of women issues on I work for him. I don't want to blush. Um, you know, women in the workplace, they, as we have interviewed people across the country, they seem to every universally struggle with this thing called the Wonder Woman complex. They try to be superwoman, Wonder Woman to everybody in their lives, be really great wives, be really great moms, and be super at their job and balancing all that. That becomes quite a task because it's impossible. Christine Weir, we'll start with you. Have you ever struggled with that? Yes. <laughs> yes, most <Amen>. definitely. <laughs> and especially, um, you know, starting in real estate was very difficult because in the evenings, you know, your customers are calling you and needing you and on weekends. And so it's definitely a balance of making sure your customers understand that family time is precious to you. And emerge. there are, you know, there are some emergencies, but, you know, there's not life or death in real estate. So as much as you might not feel that in the moment, right? right? That's right. Um, But I think when you let people know what, you know, what's important to you and they're like, well, of course you want to sit down and have dinner with your girls and your husband. Right. Um, They understand, but then also having a supported spouse, I I think helps Mm -hmm. so that you can, you know, climb that ladder and do well in your career Mm -hmm. and still have a balance at home for the kids. But he's running a business that runs six days a week from six o'clock in the morning until 10, 10, 11 o'clock at night. So who's at home taking care of the kids? Okay. The kids are grown and gone. You said now. They are now. But but when they were in high school. um, He gets Sundays off though. He does. You don't. Yeah. Sundays are difficult for realtors. But, um, you know, it's a balancing act and um, working around, you know, their schedules to some extent. We both have flexibility. Mm-hmm. We both have flexibility. So if I have to write a contract, uh, I can say, you know what, I'm going to have dinner with my family, but I'll write this contract at eight. I'll call you when I send it to you. And so it's just setting the priorities and making it work. You know, the, that's some good good thoughts and probably having some conversations around it as a family. Did you ever say, you know, what is important to you and make adjustments based on that? Because it's not the same that when they're two as when they're 12 and then when they're 20. Right. It is important. And also I have two daughters. Mm-hmm. And so the other part of it was I wanted them to know and see that they can have an amazing career because they're going to school to do amazing things. Mm-hmm. And I don't want them thinking that they're going to have to give it all up and not work. 
And so actually, it it was a joy for me to be able to display that to them. Mm -hmm. And important. I'm just curious, I want to dive in just a little bit deeper. So when you are making an agreement with somebody to sell their house or to represent them, and do you kind of, do you see that it's important to kind of set it up? This is how I run things, or this is when I'm available, or set some expectations there? Just speak to that. It, it is very important. Um, so then they understand and they're not disappointed mm-hmm. um, in communication if you just let them know. Um, you know, but at the same time, I mean, I have to adjust also. Um, if I have somebody that's, you know, lives on the West Coast, there's that three-hour time change and, yeah. and I need to work with that. So I think it's open communication with everything, with every relationship. As long as you understand one another and how you're going to communicate and when. Mm-hmm. then there's less room for error and disappointment. Somebody calls you from the West Coast at 11 o'clock at night, you can always get back at them by calling at 8 o'clock in the morning. <laughs> Tammy McClafferty, you're the Executive Director of LifeWork Leadership right here in Jacksonville, lifeworkleadershipjax.org. I meant Dr. Tammy McClafferty, sorry. Do you ever struggle with this? Oh, man. I mean, my dissertation was on working moms because it was such, it was so important to me to figure out Truly, it started from understanding what's the biblical perspective of what I felt God called me to do. I've always loved work, which sounds crazy, but I've loved it because I've well, it always understood. God made us to love well, work. It is, and it was my calling, and I knew that. So then all of a sudden when I got pregnant, I really wrestled with, well, what do I do now? Because I've been so blessed to have these kids, and I feel like this is my time to pour into them. And growing up in a really conservative evangelical world where my mom stayed at home, my grandma stayed at home, my husband's mom stayed at home. I was a teacher, so I could homeschool my kids. My husband was a doctor, so financially we were okay. So I mean, to the world, the Christian world's eyes, it looked like, well, you should just be a stay-at-home mom because you've set it up perfectly. We've got Dr. Tammy McLafferty here. She's the executive director. But along with uh, Dr. Tammy McLafferty. I have so much fun saying that. We've got <laughs> a board member and a, an alumni, Christine Weir. You know, she's a realtor here in Jacksonville. If you're looking for a realtor living out their faith and work who has serious access to Chick fil A, you might want to check her out online, weirjax.com, W I E R jax.com. That is where you can find a phenomenal realtor willing to live out their faith and work. Tammy, you were right in the middle of your story. You just got your doctorate a couple, a few months ago. Have you? It's it's the middle of April. Have you gotten your? Have you walked down the aisle yet with your hood on? That's in April. I get to go out in April and walk with my hood. I get hooded. You, so you're getting a hoodie, getting a really hooded. expensive, <laughs> a really really expensive hood. <laughs> All right. So you're balancing. You 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 and your husband. Have, you both have doctorates. You have three kids. Your your executive director of LifeWork Leadership. I mean, how did you balance all of that and stay married and keep make sure your kids knew that they were loved? And I mean, that, that was, there's a lot of stuff going on there. There's a lot of stuff going on. on. And, you know, people say it. It's God's grace. I mean, truly, it is it is the Lord that we give all credit to. But, you know, we were talking about a little bit earlier things balancing and figuring those things out. Doing the research on being a working mom, I focus so much on trying to find the balance between being a mom and working. What I didn't pay as much attention to was being a wife to that. And what I found most difficult, and thank goodness my husband's been so amazing about it, is at work, I'm a leader. So you know, I, I, before this, I was a principal at a school. So I'm in charge of the school. And then I'm you know, the director at a university. So I'm in charge of an entire university. And now I'm in charge of life work. And so there is this all day, eight hours a day, 
I'm leading at work. And then you walk into your home and I take that same attitude into my home and I'm like, okay, let's go. And, you know, I remember it was several years ago. I'm cramming in the doctorate. I'm working like crazy, trying to balance the kid, pack the lunches, doing the laundry, you know, telling them just turn the underwear inside out because we got to do what we got to do. I mean, we're at that phase of life. You did not tell your Oh, kid. <laughs> my boys. They've mastered the art of turning it inside out. When you're this crazy busy, you do what you got to do. Couldn't you just taught them to do laundry? Well, that took time to teach them. And who okay. had the time to teach them at that okay. point? Turning right. them inside out was easier. But uh, sitting there one night, going going and going, and my husband looked at me and he said, I am not one of your employees. Mm. And I thought, oh my goodness. I mean, it hit me like a ton of bricks because there I was studying, trying to, you know, figure out this working mom, career, success, honor God, you know, wonder woman that I thought I could have. And, um, and I missed it with my husband and my responsibility. And not that our marriage was bad. We've always had a great marriage, but just what I was supposed to be like to him. And I remember that was a huge time in our life where I had to change and come back and say, okay, I may be able to lead at work and I may be able to be in charge of all these people and have all these employees underneath me. But when I come home, I have to switch hats a little bit. And what does that look like for me to come home and have to switch hats? And I remember sitting with him and praying extensively and saying, we've got to figure this out for me because that's a very hard role to be in charge all day in that mindset and then come home. And not that I'm not in charge, but then to, to, to be the submissive wife, which that word in and of itself could take five years to well, you know break it down but, but we can hit with that scripturally later but go ahead. right but being able to do that and and be and so then we were strategic about it i mean we actually put practical things in our life for me to be able to to be a a leader at work and to come home and be a leader in the home but in a different way and to honor and respect my husband in the way that i was supposed to honor and respect him and that balance was very hard for me to find so for our listeners who can identify with that and maybe struggle with that and don't even know where to start, what would you say to them or give them an example of one of the practical things you put into place? They're going to sound silly now, but no. for us, it was things that worked. Simple things like I started saying stuff to him like, you have to start driving the car when we're together. Just a tangible I think I'm a better driver. And so I would just drive all the time because that's just what I do, you know? And it was little things like changing his chair in the house. Like I literally moved his chair to the head of the table, which he always was at dinner. But I told the kids, this is daddy's chair. Daddy only sits in it because daddy's the head of this household. And at the end of the day, daddy has to give an account for our family. And so that chair is reserved for daddy. And then when Sean's not home for something, we give it to my eldest son. Like you are now stepping into that role and moving hmm. him into that leadership role. This is your chair because when daddy's not here, you become the man of this house. And there is a responsibility with that as a firstborn son. And I mean, so when I say practical, I mean, we made a list of practical things that I had to do for me to be able to show my husband that kind of honor and respect in the home. Oh, that's beautiful. Christine, we're, do you guys ever have those struggles in your house? We, we have, um, what's been interesting because we've now been empty nesters for so many years is for, to make under, to make customers and clients understand that although I do not have my children at home, I still want quality time with my husband and it doesn't mean I can work 24 seven because I don't have kids at home because I right. think there's that assumption. Oh, you're an empty nester. You have all this time. Mm. Like, no, my husband has a very stressful job. He you know, deserves for us to have, have quality time at the end of the day. And we still do an hour FaceTime with my girls. They're in different states. 
So it's still family time. It just looks different. Mm -hmm. um, but it's it's very important. That, I mean, you have to pray for your marriage mm -hmm. and, and pray for, I mean, marriage is difficult. And mm -hmm. so then I think when you're in positions of leadership and working all day, that still should be number one. Mm -hmm. And I think it's easy to lose focus because I think we always both made the girls number one. Mm -hmm. and, and that is the and danger. The for, in, in any family, that is the danger of making kids number one. Mm -hmm. And we tell couples all the time as we mentor them that it is so important that your kids need to understand that, you're, that our relationship, Martha's my relationship, more important than them because they're going to go and we're still here. Well, they just said we did a marriage conference this weekend and they said that the second highest gap for divorce is empty nesters. So the first seven years is the highest divorce rate. Second highest divorce rate is in empty nesters. Because of that, I think sure. you put so it's much time good. on your kids and all of a sudden they're gone and you're like, well, yeah. now what? You don't <laughs> know what to do next. And we were really blessed that we had somebody that spoke that into us pretty early on in our marriage that says, you don't want to wake up one day and be strangers when your kids are gone. Mm -hmm. You know, have, have come, you know, still be working on this relationship with each other. And those are really wise words. And we try to pass them on to other people. And now they're hearing it, you know, firsthand that, um, from others that it is a, it is a really important aspect of our professional career is to continue to keep our priorities straight. Mm -hmm. Tammy, you mentioned the whole wives submit to your husbands kind of thing. <laughs> What's important. And I growing up in the same kind of church you did an evangelical church, you heard a lot of sermons on wives submit to your husbands. Very rarely did you hear the beginning of Ephesians 5, 25, where it talks about husbands, husbands love, love your, your wives, wives like Christ loved the, the church. church. Right. You always heard the verse 32, which was, and wives, submit to your husbands. What's amazing about, about a Christian marriage is when husbands and wives fulfill their roles. Mm -hmm. Husbands loving their wives, because that's their number one need, to be loved. Wives, respect, submit to your husbands, because that is our need, to, be, to feel that respect. But working through that, especially with strong, a stronger will, you're a high D, aren't you? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, like, I'm thinking you and I compete for D status. I mean, that's, that's tough. I mean, we run into a lot of women who are extraordinarily well-equipped uh, for the marketplace, and, but finding that, that peace at home, mm -hmm. because uh, we're, as men, we're very complicated, even though people say we're not. We're complicated, and we have needs, mm -hmm. and we desperately need a woman in our lives. So talk, talk to that. What, you, got, you got a couple minutes up between the two of you. Christine, I'll go to you first, and I'll go to Dr. Tammy McLafferty to close this up. What's, in a minute, talk to the audience. What's one thing the women in our audience need to hear from your heart? Mm. I think... Um, career has always been very important to me and I love working. But since I, we had children when the girls were little and all the way through, we would um, do a date night. And at times we probably didn't even feel like having a date night because we're tired. Mm -hmm. We're both tired. Right. And at times if you're, you know, kind of just it's been a bad week or maybe you, you know, didn't say the right words in the morning to one another, uh, we would always tell the girls, um, God gave you the gift of two parents and when we go out on a date, it's for you as much as it's for us, mm. because this makes our relationship stronger. And if we don't take time away to connect to one another, then we may not be here when you're 18 <laughs> together. Yes. Powerful. Tammy, what about you? 30 seconds. Yeah, agreed. Somebody just put on Facebook. Um, oh, it was um, several months ago. We interviewed the couple on this show, Trent mm -hmm. and Star Postel. Yep. And they said something to me as a younger couple. We were sitting in that radio show and they talked about 50 first dates. And they did this thing where they kind of did a spoof off the TV show, but how they put a Facebook page together where every month they go out or every week. So it's 50 weeks in the year. They give themselves two weeks off where they do a different date every week and they post it on Facebook and they try to outdo each other. 
And I told my husband, I don't know if we'll get 50 dates in, but it just, it just so resonated. Same thing. Just really spending quality time with him away from the kids and away from work. I mean, because that's such a part of our lives. LifeworkLeadershipJacks.org. Dr. Tammy McClafferty. People can get signed up now for the fall, right? That's correct. LifeworkLeadershipJacks.org. Fill out the application. Start the application now. But on May the 10th, they can go there. LeaderCast. JacksLeaderCast.com on May the 10th. So sign up for those things right here in Jacksonville. If you're looking for life or leadership in your town, <clears throat> talk to Tammy McLafferty. She can help you get it hooked up in your town. LifeworkLeadershipJax.org. Christine Weir, very glad to have you on the air today. Thanks for so much for sharing your story. WeirJax.com. Thank you, Christine. Truly my pleasure. Thank you. Dr. Tammy McLafferty, again, congratulations on your Thank doctorate. You. And we can't wait to see what LifeWork Leadership continues to do right here in Jacksonville. You've been listening to I Work For Him with your host, Jim and Martha Brangenberg. We're Christ followers. Our workplace, it's our mission field, but ultimately, I I work work for him. him.